This is Tina Douglas, and you're listening to the Liam Photography Podcast with your host, my husband, Liam Douglas. Enjoy! Greetings, everybody. You're listening to the Liam Photography Podcast. I'm your host, Liam Douglas, and this is episode 248. Well, today is Sunday, May 8th, 2022, and it is Mother's Day. So I just wanted to take a moment out uh, right now to wish all the moms in the world a happy Mother's Day. I hope that your husband and children take you out for a nice dinner buy you some flowers, maybe some chocolates, and some wonderful Mother's Day cards. So my hat's off to you, all of you moms, for all that you do throughout the entire year. And today is your special day. All right, so we're going to start off on Canon Rumors, as we usually do. So let's see what Canon Rumors has for us this week. First up, stock notice, refurbished Canon RF 28 to 70 millimeter F2L USM. The Canon USA store once again has stock of the always hard to find RF 28 to 70 F2L USM lens. Key features, bright constant F2 zoom lens, L series lens with high image quality, control ring for direct settings changes, 12 pin communication system, dust and water resistance with fluorine coating, Air sphere coating or ASC minimizes lens flare and ghosting. Two UD elements and one super UD element. Zoom focal length is 28 to 70 millimeters. Now, refurbished, you can buy this lens for $2789. Regular price is $3,099. And remember, all Canon USA refurbished gear comes with a full one-year Canon USA warranty. But as mentioned at the top of this article. Hard to find lens, stock will not last long. It may even be gone already by the time you hear this. So if you want one, head on over there and keep your fingers crossed that you can actually get one before they're all gone. New Delkin CF Express card to launch this Thursday. Well, I know this is old news, but this is from May 3rd. It will be the fastest card for the Canon EOS R5 yet. Delkin lent us a new CF Express Type B card to be released later on this week, which our tests show to be the fastest car yet for the Canon EOS R5. The new Delkin Black 325 GB card shot 325 images in 30 seconds, edging out the previous title holder, one of the newer Angelbirds. Video shooters will be pleased to hear it managed heat well enough to allow our R5 to shoot 8K video for the full 29 minutes and 59 seconds without overheating. The card will retail for $430 starting this Thursday, this past Thursday, of course. The comprehensive CF Express Type B review will be updated shortly to reflect the results of this card, as well as one or two additional new ones currently under testing. So definitely some exciting news there for anyone shooting with the R5 looking for a fast, reliable CF Express card that won't overheat when you're shooting 8K video. Next up, patent electronic control for tilt shift lenses. A patent showcasing some new tilt shift lens technology has surfaced from Canon. 
We have had both the Canon TSR 14mm f4L and the Canon TSR 24mm f3.5L on our RF lens roadmap for quite some time. It has been rumored that these will be autofocus tilt shift lenses. The patent here discusses electronic control of the tilt function of a tilt shift lens. If Canon pulls off both autofocus and electronic controls on their new RF mount tilt shift lenses, that would be pretty revolutionary. So the Canon patent problem to be solved to enable a user to intuitively and quickly perform an operation for tilting and shifting. Background. By tilting or shifting a lens with respect to an image pickup surface, it is possible to obtain a tilting effect such as tilting a subject surface in focus with respect to the image pickup surface. Patent document one has two operating rings on the outer periphery of the lens barrel and the orientation or rotation position of the tilt axis of the lens in the barrel around the optical axis can be changed by rotating the first operational ring. Disclosed is a lens device capable of changing the tilt direction around the tilt axis of a lens by rotating the second operation ring. However, in the lens device disclosed in patent document one, since the rotation operation direction of the second operation ring does not match the tilt direction of the actual lens, the user intuitively operates the second operation ring. May not be possible. Moreover, since the orientation of the tilt axis changes due to the rotation of the first operation ring, the user confirms the orientation by visually observing the first operational ring before operating the second ring. Need to keep further when adjusting the direction of the tilt axis to tilt the lens, the user needs to move his or her hand from the first operation ring to the second operation ring. For these reasons, it is difficult for the user to operate it quickly. The present invention provides a lens device that allows the user to intuitively and quickly perform an operation for tilting photography. The drive unit 41 is fixed at a position on the outer periphery of the guide cylinder 31 at a position orthogonal, or whatever the heck that is, to the tilt axis from the optical axis. The drive unit 41 is a motor or actuator having a lead screw 411 that rotates around an axis parallel to the operating or optical axis and generate a driving force that tilts the holding frame in, in uh, number 22, item 22. The guide cylinder 31 is held by the fixed cylinder 51 so as to be rotatable around the optical axis by bayonet coupling. So... <laughs> Quite a mouthful there, but hey, if Canon can come out with RF mount tilt shift lenses that not only have autofocus, but also have electronics for tilting and shifting, that would absolutely be a game changer. And last up from Canon rumors for this week, Canon has discontinued the EOS M6 Mark II. We have received reports from two different countries that the EOS M6 Mark II has been discontinued. There will obviously be inventory in various stores around the globe. With no rumored successor, we think this may be the biggest sign yet that the EOS M system is going to be phased out in favor of an RF mount APS-C camera line. The Canon EOS R7 will be a more, quote, professional design, but we fully expect Canon to announce an RF mount APS-C camera or two in the future with similar ergonomics to the EOS M series.
Stay tuned to Canon Rumors as there will be more to come in the near future. So definitely interesting to hear that Canon is already discontinuing the EOS M6 Mark II. I'm not shocked, though, because as I mentioned several times in the past on this show, it just didn't make sense for Canon to have two mirrorless APS-C platforms. More logical to go with their better, newer option of APS-C R-mount camera bodies. But again... As I've stated numerous times on the show, I think it would be a big mistake for Canon to make RF-S glass for those APS-C bodies. Why divide up your research and development money? Just make the RF mount lenses. They can be used on an APS-C body as well as a full-frame body. There's no need for a separate line of lenses just for the crop bodies. To me, it's just a waste of money and resources, but hey, Maybe that's just me. All right, now we're going to head on over to Nikon Rumors and see what's in store for us this week. First up, much better Nikon USA rebates for May. Almost all Z lenses are now on sale. The Nikon USA reacts for May or rebates. typo in the article, are much better and included most Z-mount lenses. See the details in Adorama, Amazon, and B&H Photo. Even the 24-70 f2.8 and the 70-200 2.8 Z lenses are now $300 off. So under the Z lenses, the Z20, 24, 28, 35, uh, wait, I'm sorry, the 20 and 24 are both $100 off. Those are the f1.8S models. The 28, the 35, the 40 are all $150 or $50 and $150 off. That's the F2.8, the F1.8S, and the F2. The Nikon 50 millimeter F1.8S, $100 off. The 85 millimeter 1.8S, $100 off. The 50 millimeter F1.2S, $200 off. The 14 to 30 F4S, $200 off. The Z24 to 200 F4 to 6.3 S, $100 off. The 28 to 75 F2.8, $300 off. The 14 to 24 F2.8 S, $200 off. The 24 to 70 F2.8 S, $300 off. The 70 to 200 2.8 S, $300 off. And the MC 50 millimeter F2.8, $50 off. Now, as far as Z cameras, the Nikon Z50 two-lens kit, $150 off. The Nikon Z5 body only, $100 off. The Z5 24-50 kit, $100 off. The Nikon Z5 24-200 kit, $200 off. The Nikon Z6 body only, $400 off. The Nikon Z6 with 24-70 kit, $400 off. The Z7 body only, $300 off. The Z7 24-70 kit, $300 off. The Nikon Z7 II body only, $100 off. And the Z7 II with 24-70 kit lens, also $100 off. Now, for DSLR cameras, the Nikon D7500 with the 18-140 VR kit, $100 off. The Nikon D7500 dual zoom lens kit, $100 off. The Nikon D780, $100 off. And the Nikon D850, $500 off. So, quite a bit of savings on the D850, which is one of Nikon's most popular DSLR models that they ever made, if not the most popular. 
All right, combo Z camera and lens discounts. The Z uh, DX 18 to 140, F35 to 63 VR lens purchased with any Z50 or ZFC, $200 off. The Z24 to 70 F4S lens purchased with a Z5, Z9 body only, $400 off. The Z24 to 50 F4 to 63S lens purchased with a Z5, Z6, Z62, Z7, Z72, or Z9, $100 off. And the Z24 to 200 F4 to 63S lens purchased with any of those same bodies, $200 off. FTZ mount adapter purchased together with a new Nikon Z series lens. Uh, mirrorless camera, $50 instant savings on the mount adapter. Mount adapter FTZ2 purchased together with the new Nikon Z series mirrorless camera, $50 instant savings on the mount adapter. The NBD16 multi battery power pack, $200 off. Now, all of these rebates are set to expire on May 29th. So you do have a decent amount of time yet, but you might not want to wait for the last minute in case they run out of stock. Nikon updated the Windows 11 compatibility for their software packages. Last week, Nikon updated the Windows 11 compatibility for their software packages. We'd like to inform you about the compatibility of Windows version software with Windows 11 as follows. And this was updated from April 22nd. Uh, Camera Control Pro 2 version 2.34.2. It corresponded, updated April 22nd, 2022. The IPTC Preset Manager version 1.2.0. We have confirmed there is no problem with the basic operation. The NEF Codec version 1.31.2. We have confirmed there is no problem with basic operation. Nikon Message Center 2 version 2.40. Uh, we have confirmed there is no problem with basic operation. The NRW codec version 1.8.1, we have confirmed there's no problem with basic operation. NX Studio, including Nikon Transfer 2 version 1.2.0, it corresponded. Uh, the NX Tether version 1.0.1, it corresponded. Picture Control Utility 2 version 2.4.11 is, uh, is compatible. Uh, let's see, webcam utility version 1.1.1 is compatible. Wireless transmitter utility version 1.9.6, we've confirmed that there's no problems with basic operation. Now, there are no plans to support any of Nikon's other software with Windows 11. Also, please note that we do not plan to support other software or products with a SCSI connection or serial connection for inquiries regarding this matter please contact Nikon Customer Support Center. And the source of this news is Nikon Japan. Next up, the Nisi 15mm F4 Sunstar ASPH lens for the Nikon Z mount is now available also in silver. The black version, uh, full-frame manual focus mirrorless lens for the Nikon Z mount was announced last year. The lens is now also available in silver at Amazon and B&H Photo. Additional information on the Nisi 15mm F4 Sunstar lens can be found at the accompanying links, which you can find in this article in the show notes for today's episode. <laughs> Next up, new Delkin Black Series CF Express memory cards to be announced next week. 
will be able to write data faster than the Nikon Z9. Next week, uh, Delkin will announce a new Black Series of Express memory cards that can write faster than the Nikon Z9 stated camera minimums in the Z9 manual. Quote, instead of 79 frames NEF raw lossless compression, the card can write until full without using the buffer. That's definitely some exciting news. Delkin currently has several lower capacity Black Series CF Express memory cards, which are sold at Adorama, Amazon, and B&H. Update, the new cards are already listed for sale at B&H Photo. Now, these were the ones I talked about under the can segment, I believe, that were released this past Thursday. So, exciting news if you've been looking for a new CF Express Type B card for any of your camera bodies. Nikon Nikkor Z800mm F63 VRS lens reviewed at Camera Labs, quote, highly recommended. Camera Labs published their review of the new Nikkor lens. Here is their verdict, quote, Nikon's Z800mm F63 is a very good super telephoto, which is smaller and much lighter, more affordable than rival lenses for sports and wildlife photography. The lens produces very sharp images with virtually no field curvature or color aberration and can confidently be used wide open. Combined with Nikon's ZTC 1.4 times teleconverter, it delivers sharp images, but some I have no idea what the heck that says. It, uh, some sort of image quality is lost. Its bokeh is very nice, and the optical image stabilization of five stops proves really helpful with the challenges of hand-holding an 800-millimeter lens. This is also helped by being only half the weight of its predecessor. The AFS 800-millimeter F56E FLED VR Alphabet Soup lens all this makes the Z800mm lens a unique lens, which rightfully earns a highly high recommendation. Good points, amazing short and light for an 800mm f6.3, very good resolution and contrast across the full frame, good image quality with the ZTC 1.4X, very effective optical image stabilization, very good close-up performance, practically no longitudinal color aberration or purple fringing. Only little vignetting and no distortion through lens profile. Very little field curvature, very nice bokeh, weather sealing, multifunction ring, function buttons, and focus limiter. And it also comes with a nice lens pouch. Bad points, minimum object distance of 5 meters, relatively strong focus breathing. Tripod foot is not Arca Swiss compatible. So there are both the good and the bad on that new Nikkor 800mm lens. Next up, new Nikon Z9 camera skins. Uh, let's see. Alpha GVRD recently started selling camera skins for the Nikon Z9 camera. Several different colors and patterns are now available. And he also sells skins for other Nikon cameras and lenses. And there are some beautiful images in this article in the show notes with more pictures of the Nikon Z9 various camera skins as they've been applied to a Z9 camera body. So definitely some exciting news if you want to dress up your Nikon cameras and lenses to make them a little bit more your own. 
And last up from Nikon Rumors for this week, just announced and available for pre-order, the TT Artisan 50mm f0.95 APS-C lens for the Nikon Z-mount. This uh, lens has been officially announced that had been previously rumored, but is now available for order, the Nikon Z-mount lens. Uh, the price is 228 Pre-orders are now open at the TT Artisan online store with international shipping and the Per Gear online store with international shipping. TT Artisan currently has a $5 off coupon. Use code MAYLOVETTA04 at checkout, or you can just click the link in this article in the show notes. It requires a minimum purchase of $15. Technical specifications and more pictures of the new lens uh, can be found at the accompanying link in this article in the show notes. And that's going to wrap up all of Nikon rumors for this week. I'm going to take a short break right here, and then we'll be right back. We hope you're enjoying this edition of the Liam Photography Podcast. The best way to support the show is to subscribe in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or anywhere else that you get your podcasts. If you want to leave comments or suggestions for future episodes, you can call or text the show at area code 470-294-8191. And you can email the show at liam at liamphotographypodcast.com. You can find the show notes and links at liamphotographypodcast.com. And you can tweet the show at liamphotoatl using the hashtag liamphotopodcast. And now back to the show. And we're back. And now we're going to head on over to Fuji Rumors and see what Patrick has for us this week. First up, the Fujifilm X-H2S with very angle screen. Let's start the week with a rumor that might not come very surprising for, uh, for some of us. The Fujifilm X-H2S will have a flippy screen. We remind you that the Fujifilm X-H1 has a three-way tilt screen. The Fujifilm x h S, or X-H2S is the 26-megapixel stack sensor, X-H2. The high-resolution X-H2 with the 40 megapixels will be launched after the Fujifilm X-H2S, but no indication just as of yet exactly how long it'll be after the 2S releases before the X-H2 40-megapixel me- uh, 40 version is also released. It could be several months. We'll just have to wait and see. Show your monochrome photography, the artist subtraction. Hashtag 10 years of X mount. The 10 years of X mount initiative continues in April. Fujifilm wanted us to tell them which is our favorite Fujifilm film simulation and asked us to share images using that film simulation with the hashtag 10 years of X mount. For May, the theme is monochrome photography. Fujifilm writes, Show your monochrome photography. The art of subtraction. We always want more and more, but sometimes things are better when it's less and less. Monochrome photos are exactly that. It allows you to draw more attention to the subject by eliminating the color elements from your photos. Show us your monochrome photos shot with X-mount cameras. Make sure to tag your photo with 10 years of X-mount and your photo may be featured on our official accounts. Personally, most of my images are in color, but there are some, including one of my favorite images that are in black and white. Take talking, or I'm sorry, taking away colors can be a great way to remove distractions and focus on the story that you want to tell. 
And if you don't want to go full black and white, Fujifilm offers several film simulations that subtract color and saturation in order to help make the story stand out. For example, with classic Chrome or even Eterna. So keep that in mind. Next up, rumor Fujifilm X-H2S to record 6K video. We know that Fujifilm will enter the 8K video world with the high-resolution Fujifilm X-H2. However, that one, the X-H2 high-res, is for later. First, we will get the 26-megapixel stacked VSI full-frame Fujifilm X-H2S, and our trusted sources have informed us that it will record 6K video. Many more Fujifilm X-H2S rumors can be found at the related articles down below. And you can find those in this article in the show notes. Up Close, all about close-up and macro photography ebook by Fujifilm X-Shooter Andrew Gibson. Fellow X-Shooter Andrew Gibson has released his new ebook, Up Close, which is all about close-up and macro photography. Among the others, here are the lenses he used to take his pictures. The Fujidon 35 lens with the Fujidon 16mm extension tube. The Samyang 100mm macro lens in the Fuji X-mount. The Lens Baby Soul 45 and X-mount with the Fuji 16mm extension tube. The ebook is on special price for $10 until the end of May. To check out what you get in the book and the table of contents, visit the dedicated Up Close webpage at this accompanying link. Giveaway on our latest giveaway offered by Nightcore. You can win the Nightcore Blower Baby and Cleaning Pen. Uh, there's three of them uh, to give away. So it looks like we will select three winners. Each of them will receive this kit. To join the giveaway, simply do this. Visit Nightcore on Facebook. Visit Fuji Rumors on Facebook. Follow Nightcore on Twitter. Follow Fuji Rumors on Twitter. Tweet about the giveaway. You could do this option once a day. You can use the giveaway box below or go to giveaway page at the accompanying link. So there you go. A chance to win some cool stuff from Fuji Rumors and Nightcore. Rumor, Fujifilm X-H2S compatible with CF Express cards. Our sources asked me to kindly inform my readers about the following detail regarding the Fujifilm X-H2S. It will be compatible with the super-fast CF Express cards. You can visit the B&H Explorer website to buy the fastest memory cards money can buy. So, <laughs> hey, it'll be cool if Fuji's jumping on the CF Express uh, bandwagon with their new X-H2S. Two models, that would definitely be really cool. Although expensive for you if you got to buy CF Express memory cards. So keep that in mind. Next up, the Silver Nisi 15mm F4 Sunstar ASPH is available now. Now, this was covered in the previous segment. Uh, Nisi did announce the silver version of this lens back in November of 2021. Uh, well, it's now available for order at B&H Photo and Amazon US, and it is also available in black, which was released last year. Next up, lens tip, Fujidon XF 23mm F1.4 RLMWR review. Quote, sensational image quality and more. The XF 18, 23, and 33 reviews. 
So here is what I am probably going to do. I do plan to replace my current Fujinon XF23 F1.4R with the brand new RLMWR. Not that I'm unhappy with my 23, which has served me well for many years. At my parents' in parents in-law home, there are two big prints of images I took with that lens. Also, at the wedding I shot last year, it was my absolute workhorse alongside my XF56 1.2, delivering images that the bridal couple totally loved. However, if I'm in love with my XF35 F1.4 and will never sell it, I can't say the same of the 23.14. So if Fujifilm releases something better, then I have no problem to sell my good old 23 for the newer one. And I must say the latest lens tip review of this lens is really pushing me towards replacing my 23mm f1.4 faster than I actually planned. The only problem, go and find one. It's mostly out of stock. Look at the pros and cons that lens tip identified for the new XF23 1.4 RLMWR. Pros, solid weather sealed casing, mostly made of metal. Sensational image quality in the center of the frame. Very good image quality on the edges of the frame. Negligible longitudinal chromatic aberration. Excellent correction of lateral chromatic aberration. Sensible coma correction. Blur areas pleasing to the eye. Efficient, silent, and accurate autofocus. Cons, a bit too high vignetting. Performance against bright light should have been better. They conclude, quote, the result of our test shows clearly that refreshing the 1.423 model was a very good idea. The new lens provides an excellent image quality across the frame, no matter what aperture you employ. Taking into account the fact that you deal here with a fast, wide-angle lens, such an achievement is especially praiseworthy. The price of the XF23 RLMWR is not low, reaching $900. But complaining here would be justified only if the lens had some serious slip-ups. Our test showed that it performs exceedingly well in almost all categories, so you can only shrug and say that high-quality lenses don't come cheap. You can read the full review at the Lens Tip site, and you can find that article, uh, the link to that article in the show notes. You could order the XF 23mm F1.4 RLMWR at B&H Photo, Amazon US, Adorama, Focus Camera, and Moment. You can order the XF 33 in the same, you know, same aperture and LMWR at the same retailers. The XF 18mm F1.4 at B&H Photo, Amazon US, Adorama, and Focus Camera. And since we talk about the latest and greatest lenses, let's add to lens tip review also some others about the XF23, but also about the other two siblings, the XF18 and the 33. And there are more reviews that you can watch here in this article in the show notes. You have the official video from Fujifilm X series, as well as a video from some other photographers. You can visit all of these on their various YouTube channels and check them out for yourself. Next up, TT Artisan 50mm F0.95, available now for launch discount until May 8th. So today is when the discount ends, so you might want to order yours now. The TT Artisan 50mm F0.95 for Fujifilm X-Mount is now available at the TT Artisan store, available with launch discount from May 6th to May 9th, or 8th, I'm sorry, Amazon US here and other stores. 
As far as I can see, the launch discount is available only at the TT Artisan store. But down below is a list of stores you can check out by yourself. Uh, you have TT Artisan store, Amazon US, Amazon DE, Amazon UK, and Pergear. Both the TT Artisan store and Pergear do offer international shipping. And last up from Fuji Rumors for this week, the Fujifilm X-H2S images in slightly higher resolution. Yesterday, we shared the first hands-on images of the Fujifilm X-H2S, and while they gave us a lot of clues about the camera, some readers wish to get higher resolution samples of the images. Now, due to the nature of the leak, it is impossible to get crystal clear images. However, I organized for you some slightly higher resolution images, which you can see below. Today, I also have a bit more time to check out the images closer. Yesterday, I made the impossible possible in order to even be able to report about it. So here is what I see. Joystick in the X-T4 GFX 100S style, but placed up higher. The D-pad is there. Fully articulating screen. No in-camera cooling system. The left side seems to give access to lots of different ports. Looks like no drive dial under the big dial on the top side of the camera. I can't spot any dedicated dial on the top right side. Probably PSAM layout like the Fujifilm GFX 100S and the Fujifilm XE4 style strap lugs. Down below, you can see the images. And remember, huge party here on Fuji Rumors on May 31st during the Fujifilm X Summit. Oh, and stay tuned. We are not done yet with the rumors about this camera. And now we'll head on over to Sony Alpha Rumors to wrap up this week. First up, new Tokina SZ 500mm F8 reflex image samples. This is a rather unique special lens, and you can find some nice image samples on these Japanese pages at DC Watch and Sasha Kitamura. The new Tokina 500mm reflex lens is in stock at BH Photo. It is an interesting looking lens, but keep in mind this is a reflex lens, which basically means it's a mirror lens. So it gets its uh, focal reach by you reflecting the image through mirror mirrors down the length of the barrel and then onto the sensor. So you're not going to get quite as sharp and high quality images as you would if it was a regular 500 millimeter G master or non G master lens. So just keep that in mind, folks. Next up, the Sony 24 to 70 GM2 hands-on images. This lens can be pre-ordered for $2,298 at in the U.S. at B&H Photo, Adorama, Amazon, Focus Camera, and Henry's Camera, uh, or Henry CA. Uh, in the EU at Photocotch DE, Calumet DE, Photo Earnhardt DE, and Wex UK. In Asia, Camera Pro AUS. DP Review posted a set of hands-on images. Here are some more images posted directly by Sony and some by Mobile One. Um, so it's definitely some exciting news and some good-looking images of this lens. It definitely is a, is a beautiful lens, well-constructed. And I have a feeling it's going to be a super, super popular version, too, as the original 24-70 has been a highly popular lens. Tokina announced a new $17,999 e-mount lens. 
You have a lot of cash and don't know what to buy? Get this new Takino 180mm Cinema E-mount lens at B&H Photo. <laughs> it's a new item, special order only, that'll be coming soon. Wow. Ending soon, E-mount Pinhole Pro Max pre-orders on Kickstarter. This is ending soon, the first pinhole zoom lens on Kickstarter. More deals, use the code RUMOR at checkout. You save 125 in total on the entire Topaz Labs AI bundle. Save 65 on the Rokinon 35mm f1.8 FE lens sold on Amazon US. Trexo just launched the world's most compact camera slider on Kickstarter. And the world's first modular magnetic filter system is now available for pre-order on Kickstarter. Now, as I've warned you before, and I'll do so again, remember Kickstarter and Indiegogo are not online stores. You are pledging your money to back the project, hoping that it makes it to market. And if it does, of course, you'll receive yours before anybody else. If you're a backer, but you are risking your money. It doesn't happen all the time, but every once in a blue moon, one of these projects does fail to come to fruition and all the backers lose their money. Next up, leaked DJI Mini Pro 3 spec sheet now confirms it uses a new Sony 48 megapixel sensor. This will be a new Sony quad pixel sensor. The design is similar to the one used by the new OM1 digital camera. You can read the accompanying article on DP Review. And there is a poster here uh, that was leaked with a lot of the specs on this new drone that you can check out for yourself in this article in the show notes. Sony 16 to 35 millimeter FE lens images by Benjio. A uh, new item coming soon. This lens will be $1,399.99. Key features, E-mount lens, full-frame format, has power zoom mechanism, which is internal, aperture range of f4 to f22, super ED, ED, and a spherical elements. You could order this lens at B&H Photo, Adorama, Amazon, Calumet DE, Focus Camera, Photocotch DE, Wex UK, and Calumet and L, and there are some beautiful images that accompany this article in the show notes that you can check out for yourself. Have you noticed it? Zeiss has not announced any new photographic lenses in over three years. Back on April 24th, 2019, Zeiss announced their last lens, the Otis 100mm f1.4. Their last E-mount lens was announced on September 27th, 2018, which was the Battis 40mm f2cf. They did announce some expensive SINPL mount lenses, and they made some noise with their ZX1 camera, but that's it. I wonder, has Zeiss given up on doing photographic lenses for system cameras? This would be a stunning news for the company that was founded in 1847 and made camera lenses since the 1890s. Uh, let's see. Even the fur, let's see. Last time I got a rumor about Zeiss, the source told me they definitely abandoned the APS-C lens lineup, but I didn't expect that they would also pause the full-frame lens development. I was hoping they would launch a new redesigned Otis lens lineup for mirrorless. I hope Zeiss will read my post and let us know if they are still alive and kicking. So that is definitely interesting because they've been in business for a long time and they do make super high quality lenses, albeit they are also quite expensive. 
And last up from Sony Alpha Rumors for this week, Engadget tested the Duo Vox Mate Pro using the Sony Starvis 2 sensor. Engadget tested this wild new camera that is on sale on Kickstarter. What's special with this new camera is that it uses a Sony Starvis 2 CMOS sensor that works in light as low as 0.0001 lux. And contrary to other night vision cameras, this shows true colors. In this video, you can see how good or bad it really works. And you can watch that video on Engadget's YouTube channel for yourself. All right, and that's going to wrap up all the news and rumors for this week. Remember to check out the Land Photography Podcast Facebook group. It is a private group, and you must answer a security question to join, which is the name of the host of the show, myself, Liam. And I've also opened it up to allow you to give the name of a previous guest on the show to show that you are a listener. Once you're in the group, you are free to post your own original work. I'm also the admin of the Fujifilm GFX 50R group, which is the largest group for the 50R on Facebook. If you own or plan to own the 50R, you can request to join that group, but you do have to answer two security questions to join that group. You can find my work at liamphotography.net and follow me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at liamphotoatl. If you like abandoned buildings and history, you can find my projects at forgottenpiecesofgeorgia.com and forgottenpiecesofpennsylvania.com. All right, that's going to wrap up episode 248 of the Liam Photography Podcast. I want to thank all of my listeners once again for subscribing, rating, and reviewing an Apple podcast, Google podcast, Spotify, and anywhere else you might be getting your podcast. I also want to remind you to stop by the Liam Photography YouTube channel, subscribe to the channel, watch the videos, comment on them, like them, share them out on social media, and hit the little bell icon so you can be notified when new videos drop. And once again, I wanted to wish a happy Mother's Day to all the moms out there. I hope your husbands, children, and if you have them, grandchildren, truly spoil you today. And I will see you all again on Thursday. <laughs>